it's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. Yes, you are listening and watching to the Get Home Safe podcast, even though if you're watching it on YouTube, it does have a little bit of a different look to it, a new background, a new uh, a new uh, writing, a new phrase. It still says Get Home Safe, but we're, we are uh, improving our, our, uh, our logos and such here on the podcast. I kind of got uh, a little itchy and was... Uh, just raring to go with uh, making some new changes to the Get Home Safe podcast as I was uh, kind of preparing this new Charge to Keep podcast that I've been working on. So I was putting logos together for that podcast and, and getting, uh, you know, the, 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 not the biologies, what's it, what's it called? <laughs> I'm at a loss for words already today. The, uh, the write up, the explanation, the, uh, see, I'm, I'm already, I'm already a mess today. Uh, but anyway, so I got going on the, uh, charge to keep podcast and I really wanted to make some improvements to the get home safe podcast. So for those of you seeing a lot of activity on social media, the past uh, week or so, that's been me kind of rebranding the Get Home Safe podcast uh, logo, our image, and just kind of heading in a new direction here. Just making some improvements as we've as we hopefully have done uh, the past couple of years. But uh, the old logo I came up with it was just basically a depiction of the LA skyline, and I put Get Home Safe on there, and uh, that was the background here on the podcast on here on my Zoom video, but it was kind of awkward. It was Get Home, and then you couldn't see Safe, really. It was behind me, uh, some Zoom-in issues there, and I thought, you know, I, I had a, a few months back used a, a, a kind of a black and white image of Iwo Jima with the American flag, uh, you know, that that famous photo, and I really liked that because I thought it paid a tribute uh, to our military and also, you know, the the uh, the patriotism that we have here on the Get Home Safe podcast. And and I told you guys when I started the pod years, two years ago now, that Get Home Safe was a tribute to my baseball work and also uh, the 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 Uber and Lyft driving I was doing. And you know, anytime you go out, it's just like, hey, get home safe. You know, my parents always said that to me. Uh, it, it has a little pun for for you know, getting home, get get to home plate safe. So that is where it all stemmed from. But it also was a tribute. Uh, to to the military and the military who've been deployed and just hey get home safe uh, as a tribute to the police officers out there and the firefighters so uh, that's why this title is special to me um, it's, it started kind of corny but it is a it is a brand and I'm kind of rebranding everything here so I went to the Iwo Jima background kind of the black and white clouds there uh, I wanted Get Home Safe on our video here to be just above above me and you could read it all so this is actually a different uh, background than the actual Iwo, Iwo Jima logo because uh, the flag was sticking up. It was, it's been hours working on this, guys. So I appreciate your patience. You probably didn't even want to hear this long-winded story, but I just wanted some explanation uh, for what was going on the past few months, uh, past few weeks, I should say, with the podcast. Just some new logos, kind of a, a new direction is all. 
And uh, it, it got me fired up uh, with the Real Hondo Prep football podcast that I've already started to put together. No episodes yet, but if you like this podcast, you like our Real Hondo Prep segments, you're going to love the new podcast I've put together, A Charge to Keep. Just look up Charge to Keep podcast uh, pretty much anywhere. Uh, you you, you uh, listen to your podcast. We're already up on Amazon, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. I have a YouTube page, Charge to Keep. Make sure you uh, check that out. Again, no videos yet, no uh, episodes yet. That is coming up very, very soon. I'm going to kick off the, uh, the new podcast uh, probably in June with one episode. It'll be right after the Real Hondo Prep 2022 graduation as we turn the page from celebrating those great seniors to now moving into this new podcast, a charge to keep for the upcoming football season. And I've said on there in some of the uh, episode, not episode notes, but the descriptions uh, and such that, uh, that we're but it was not bio, not biology, bio, the, your, your personal bio in the descriptions. Anyway, um, I've said in the charge to keep podcast, it's going to, we're going to have some other uh, real Hondo sports topics throughout the year. Again, if some other teams make great playoff runs, but this podcast is specifically dedicated to real Hondo prep football from the summer, all the way through uh, the fall, the late fall, hopefully uh, as uh, the playoffs uh, wind down. So that is uh, I'm very fired up about this. I got the logo. I got uh, it's, it's already up on the platforms. The YouTube channels created. Now we just need some content and I can't wait to have, Uh, interviews with head coach Mark Carson. The plan for that pod for right now is to do that episode in June, right after graduation, kind of going through coach Carson and asking him about what's the summer schedule like for the Rio Hondo prep football team. Uh, Perhaps a month later, right around July 4th, maybe right after July 4th, uh, I want to have a midsummer update. Uh, Also a a tribute to opportunity for uh, coach Carson to talk about you know, uh, his great love for the country, as I know, he's a great patriot, as am I. Uh, so that's kind of fitting, you know, that midsummer time. And then once we hit August, guys, we're going to be weekly with that pod. Uh, I think we'll have it on Fridays, building up to the season opener on August 26th. And then after that, we'll have podcast release either Sunday or Monday. I'm not sure yet, probably recording it Sunday regardless. And so that is the tentative schedule here for the new Charge to Keep podcast. So I can't wait. Uh, I hope you guys will uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, you know, give it a like. There's no content yet, but it's just some news that uh, I'm fired up. I'm fired up about. And the Get Home Safe podcast is not going anywhere. It's still going to be here weekly for you. I might take some break from from guests every week as I've just been, uh, you know, pushing away at that. And and here we are now. But I'm always going to have this uh, one uh, solo show, I guess. Uh, keep this going, but doing that, doing the, the new charge to pe- keep podcast and the get home safe podcast, it's going to be a balancing act for me. So uh, it's just about all about time and, and time management. So those are some, uh, some, some thoughts on, on the big things upcoming. We got our new logos here, our consistent logo. That way everything's the same on social media. I didn't like that. I had different photos on the Facebook page versus the Twitter page. Now everything should be correct and, and clean and look good. So new get home safe podcast logo is uh, the famous photo of Iwo Jima. Not to take anything away from that photo or anything, but uh, I just, I've, I personally have liked what I've done, the kind of the black and white uh, background. And uh, if you guys have thoughts, you don't like it, you love it, tell, hey, let me know. I like the feedback from you guys. It's great to hear from the listeners of the podcast. And I will say I was pretty fired up that I got my first voicemail 
in a long time from uh, Mr. Todd Carson, an avid listener of the podcast, one of my uh, best friends in the whole world, had a birthday last week, and uh, he's got some other big news that uh, he shared with a few friends that, uh, that I'm sure will make the rounds here soon, but uh, Todd is a big-time baseball guy, as am I. And it is a special time of year right now with postseason college baseball. If you're not into that, I, I, I highly recommend it. The high school uh, playoffs are done here in Southern California. We crowned uh, seven champions here in Southern California. And now it's, it's on to the college postseason. And I mentioned to you guys already about the, the junior college state championships. They're set for this weekend. Division two super regionals. Uh, the, the Division One conference tournaments start this week. There's just a ton of postseason baseball that's going here, and uh, there's nothing like postseason baseball. The MLB playoffs are great, but we got to wait till October for them. But right now, we have plenty of action, uh, plenty of things to to dive into, and to be excited about. But I'm very excited about a voice message I got from Todd Carson this last week in regards to uh, the episode with Dr. Chris Alba. Hopefully you guys got to listen to that, the voice of the Titans and the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes. Uh, Todd uh, said a few kind words about uh, Dr. Alba and then gave a, gave a little impersonation of, uh, of, of the great, vo- uh, gr- great voice that is Chris Alba. So uh, let's take a listen to what Todd Carson had to say after listening to uh, a recent Friday episode of the podcast titled uh, The Voice From Above. Here's Todd Carson. Hey, Matt, Todd here. Great show on Friday with Chris Alba. Brought back a lot of great memories, like hearing uh, your Cal State Fullerton Titans and names like Murph Norris and starting at third base. Number 15, a senior from Los Alamitos, Ronnie Prettyman. Uh, Poor imitation, I know, but uh, Chris, thank you so much for the memories. And Matt, keep up the good work. Wow. Well, thanks a lot, coach, coach Carson, man. Uh, you know, I, I, am sure that took him a few takes, but, uh, solid, solid, uh, uh, intim- intimidation. <laughs> Why am I mixing up words so bad today? Impersonation, not intimidation, a uh, solid impersonation of, of Chris Alba, the great voice of the Titans. Chris, I got to say, man, if you're listening to this pod right now, if you ever, if you're ever feeling sore, Hey, maybe you can't go the full nine innings. I think Todd, is right there ready to go for you out of the bullpen. He'll uh, be stretching the vocal cords and then he'll get loose and be ready to go. So Chris, you're, you've always been a nine inning guy and, and, and you're a complete game uh, announcer. We, we appreciate you for that, but it's a long season. You pace yourself, man. If you, if you need to, Hey, let me, let me uh, come out of the game. I ice myself down a little bit, uh, you know, get, get, get loose, get ready for the next day. Hey, you got a, a great backup there. And Todd Carson, he's ready and willing to go, uh, Chris. So, Todd, stay ready so you don't got to get ready, if you know what I mean. And uh, thanks for the kind words, Todd. I appreciate you, man. As always, uh, Todd always gives me great feedback uh, behind the scenes. And so I just uh, – I love when guys call in, man. It's an easy option. You can go to the anchor.fm. I always put the, the link in the episode notes that you just click there. It's a one-minute limit, super easy. Uh, just make sure you hit submit after re-listening to your voicemail and uh, just always appreciate uh, that because it's it's fun to have other voices here on the pod. Like I'm taking phone calls. Always, always a great time. Uh, I did hear a great message from uh, Maynard Bajorquez, or I shouldn't say here. I should, should say uh, a write-up. Um, he wrote me asking me a question about, uh, have you guys heard about this team called the Savannah Bananas? Uh, it's a, I think it's an independent minor league team. They're not affiliated, of course. And basically what they are doing 
is they play, uh, they travel around and, and they are basically trying to, they're playing a different version of baseball than we all are accustomed to. They're doing things, a lot of dancing. Uh, they, they play very fast. They do stuff like you can steal first base. If you're the batter, there's a wild pitch gets past the catcher and uh, you can steal first. Um, they try to play uh, games as fast as possible. A lot of fan interaction, a lot of dan- dancing and things. Uh, Maynard's question to me was, what are your thoughts on what the Savannah bananas are doing to bring crowds uh, and, and the game of baseball and uh, the, the video he sent me is, or the Savannah bananas, the future of baseball. Well, um, personally, my initial thoughts of, on, on the videos I've seen, and I, I've incur- I would encourage you guys to uh, check this team out, the Savannah bananas. Um, it sounds very odd, but it, it's a real thing. To me, uh, Maynard, it's a great question because I think we're in this modern age where we're trying to constantly change the great game of baseball that's lasted uh, been around for you know over 100 years and it, it, people want to kind of make it and turn it into other sports uh, to me this is similar to uh, WWF you know or or like uh, WWE whatever it is now or the Harlem Globetrotters yes that's a version of basketball but I would much prefer to watch real basketball uh, or, or WWF, that's like a version of UFC or UFC, whatever, you know, it's combat, I, I, I guess, but it's staged. It's kind of weird. It's just, it's goofy to me. My initial thought with the Savannah bananas is it, it looks like a circus out there basically. And there's plenty of people who hate baseball that I'm sure would love, uh, checking this out because they, they do goofy things. They got dudes, uh, uh, you know, standing on stilts and, and pitching and they got umpires dancing. They got all kinds of weird stuff. It's, it's really is a show. Um, and I don't know, to me, it's, if you proclaim that that's what it is, that you are the home Harlem globe charters, that you are WWF, uh, then, then fine, by all means, do your thing. Uh, but for me, as far as the future of baseball goes, um, I don't know with, with the, with the attack really on minor league baseball um, and kind of, filtering that out of uh, small towns and having less minor league teams, maybe baseball does go to this. I don't know, but I think there's so many people that have an issue with baseball. And, you know, I don't want to sound like an, an old man here, although most of my podcasts I do, you know, some people, you either get baseball or you don't, you know, um, I hear the same people talk to me about soccer uh, at one time golf. I didn't get it. Now I get it a little bit more. Um, so I think as you mature, maybe, maybe your opinion of sports is, sports, excuse me, uh, matures, but I honestly think that I, I see stuff like this and I just kind of roll my eyes on, uh, I've just, because I was on the field in professional baseball. I know how hard it is, uh, and was for the guys playing, uh, making, you know, less than a thousand dollars a month, uh, for us umpires, we, we, we did a little better than that, but, uh, you were by ourselves, just me and me and my partner and, you know, minor league baseball for the fans, for the, uh, the, the game staff and everything. Yeah. It's entertainment. Uh, but for the people on the field who are, uh, you know, fighting, fighting their hearts out every single night, working as hard as they possibly can to get stuff right and advance to the next level. Uh, it's a job. It's a, it's your one shot really, you know, and I think the independent stuff with what the Savannah bananas are doing, that's for guys who've been, you know, done, been there, done that. They've, they've, they took their shot and they just want to have some fun by all means. I, I think it's cool. Um, but for me personally, I much prefer uh, baseball as uh, as more old school than new school. That's just me. 
So, uh, but you guys should check it out, make a decision for yourself and let me know what you think. Uh, send in a message to me. Um, uh, I think with this evolution of baseball, right? The, we're going to, we're going to see a lot more uh, things and changes. People are just throwing uh, mud against the wall to see what sticks. And uh, who knows if, if the Savannah bananas continue to have big crowds and uh, get a lot of publicity then maybe other uh, teams will rise up. It's not minor league base. It's not minor league baseball. You got to remember there's affiliated minor league baseball where say you're watching the Rancho Cucamonga quakes. Those are players in the Dodgers organization. So they're trying to move up to the, to double a, then to triple a, and then eventually get to the Dodgers, right? In independent baseball, independent minor league ball, you see a lot more, uh, not fluky stuff, but just like sticky stuff, like just, you see more of the off the field um, product or entertainment, we'll say uh, in non-affiliated baseball, independent league baseball, because it is a show and it's guys just playing to play and maybe get looked at and and eventually get picked up again. And some guys just keep playing to play. So uh, anyway, that's my take manner, a long-winded question or answer to your question. I know. Um, But uh, that's what I think of it. Um, Speaking of, you know, the old school and new school, of baseball. I think this is, this has come up uh, the past few years. There is this push and it, and it comes, it stems a lot from the media guys that have never stepped foot on a uh, professional baseball field in their entire lives, but they, they sit in an air conditioned press box and they know how to write articles and, uh, and bash uh, not just umpires, but the, the way the game is played and, and things of that nature. So I got to say that baseball is how it is for a reason. There's a reason it is policed amongst itself there's a reason there's a right way and a wrong way to play it and all these guys are going to hit home runs and jump around and celebrate and and show up the opponent and all those things hey that's fine but but don't think there's still an element to the game and guys that are that uh are are who are who have been invested in baseball for so long that are gonna do their best to carry on its traditions and the way the way of life uh, in a baseball season, it's 162 game season. So, uh, that's a big reason, a big part of why, you know, showing guys up is such a big deal. You know, it's like, Whoa, man, Hey, we're all out here grinding this game together, this season together. And you're going to, you're going to show me up or you're going to, and, and, and some people just don't get it. Some people, Matt, this is stupid. They're celebrating. Why wouldn't you celebrate if you hit a home run? It's like, there's nothing wrong with celebrating, but there's a right way and a wrong way to do things. And maybe it's too hard to explain you either get it or you don't. But all I want to say about this stuff is, you know, as far as baseball drama goes, it's, it's like always the same guy. I'm talking major league baseball right now. Okay. I've, I've, I'd never worked at the major league baseball ever. I was in the minor minor leagues for four years, did another couple of years in independent ball. So I did six years of pro ball. Okay. And I can honestly tell you that, it, it, it's the same. It, it's just the same thing. My, my point to this, what, what you're here in major league baseball, it's always the same guys who are causing problems. It's always the same guys who are in the middle of drama and they, and they play this innocent card, right? Uh, it was the same way in the minor leagues over the course of, you know, six years. It's like, yep. You, it's why is it always the problem? Why, why are you always in the middle of these problems? Is it just bad luck? Probably not. I mean, fool me once, fool me twice, whatever the saying is. In the, ma- in the majors this past week, uh, three guys that came to mind or that popped up in the news because there was a beef and there's guys 
you know, arguing and, you know, doing the tough guy contest that most major league baseball players do. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson. You hear those three names and all you just be like, well, which incident? Because they've had a ton of them. And, and it's like, anytime you, you, you see that those guys in an argument or a fight or, or they're, you know, thumping their chest and, and uh, yelling at the other team or whatever, it's always the same guys. There, the, that's, those are just three examples of guys that are always uh, seems to be at the front, forefront of headlines. And I don't know who's right or who's wrong. I mean, somebody called someone this and this, and you know, they, Oh, I didn't like how you did that. And it's just like, it, 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 it's so hilarious to me. Let's go outside of baseball, for instance. And, and, and you know, there's, I, what, how would I even say this? I don't even know. Uh, I'll, I'll go to the referee, the referee standpoint. Uh, some referees will, will, will tell me all the time, oh man, this happened in my game or, oh, all these things always happen to me. And it's like, well, maybe things aren't just happening to you. Maybe you're like the cause of them. Okay. Some guy, I, I can't tell you how many guys would come to me and be like, and, you know, hey, I got, I got something for you that happened in my game. And it's like, well, could this have been avoidable? You know what I mean? Like some people, the drama finds them because they go out of their way to find the drama. And I think that's the case with some of these guys in, in baseball. I mean, just look around. Any, next time you see an ejection, next time you see a most often these bench clearing situations, it's the same guys. It's, pro, it's the same, I don't know, 10, 10 dudes in Major League Baseball who are uh, always at the forefront of these things. Oh, I'm sorry. They're competing. That's always, that's always the defense. I was, they, we hear that in college baseball all the time when coach would yell at you or something, you, you'd yell back and he'd just be like, Hey, Hey, take it easy. I'm just competing out here. I'm competing. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm, I'm competing. I guess if I, if I'm going to yell, you can yell at me, but I can't yell at you. Like, anyway, uh, it was always hilarious. I'm competing. Can you imagine that as a, uh, as a, as a defense, like a cop pulls you over, you're driving super fast. Sorry, officer. I was just competing. I mean, I'm just competing. I mean, right. We're allowed to compete. Yeah, yeah, I went over the speed limit, but I'm, but I'm competing. Just trying to get an edge, get to work a little faster. I don't think it works. So just keep an eye. Those three guys, again, the season is still young. Grandall, Tim Anderson, Josh Donaldson. They were all three involved together in, in uh, you know, whatever was going down, down in New York this weekend. Uh, and it's always a, a feelings hurt contest. It's, it's, and I know I talked about baseball already and how it's old school and doesn't change a whole lot and, you know, guys are still throwing at each other just because you celebrated a home run or they're, they're stealing bases late in games. And it's just like, you can try to fight this stuff all you want and, and be like, well, the game needs to change. We need to make it more fun for kids and everything. I, I don't really have an explanation for you. It's just baseball is different. It's been how it's been for a long time for a reason. And it's like all these people that like come up with new ideas in, in, uh, in 2022 or how it's funny, you know, people bash, uh, uh, I hear this all the time, uh, uh, believers or religion, different religions, especially Christianity, uh, they're bashed. It's like, oh, you believe in that stuff? And it's like, well, yeah, it's been around a long time. And a lot of people uh, smarter than me, smarter than you have uh, believed in this stuff. And maybe there's been some evolution, no pun intended, uh, of, of uh, you know, the, the laws and the belief systems and everything. But um, if this stuff was... You know, if, if the good book was, was good enough for someone of the likes of uh, Abraham Lincoln, as an example, uh, George Washington, um, just to name a few, some of our other presidents and not even Americans, uh, people uh, from 
the ancient days. I mean, seems like a, maybe it, it, it seems like I would be too proud. Oh, I, I can't believe in that. I don't believe in that stuff. That's stupid. Okay. Well, maybe you think it is, but like, don't like, if it's not for you, that's fine. But don't like, like look down on people for believing it, believe, you know, having a belief system, I should say. And I know that's a little deep with like religion and baseball, Matt, that's kind of, it's just an example. Like if just, you don't, if you don't believe in something, that's fine, but understand that it exists for a reason. Okay. And it's not to say games can't evolve and sports can't evolve. They should. And it's good that they do, but there's some foundational items. We'll say the unwritten rules uh, they exist for a reason. They, maybe they should be called the unwritten. It's so funny. We have the unwritten rules in baseball that everyone is uh, is mad about. But then we have 10 well-documented rules, like the Ten Commandments, and we seem to have a problem with those too. So what do we need? Unwritten and written? I don't know. I'm all over the place today. It's a Monday morning. It's Monday afternoon now. And uh, I'm, I'm all over the place. I had a long time setting up today and was just like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to talk about? Anyway, let's take a breather. I got, I got a great uh, rule topic for you guys today. It's again, it's very simple. And, and I like to, I like when there doesn't take a lot of explanation, I can just throw it out there. And uh, some of you guys will be like, whoa, I didn't know that. Maybe some of you are like, wow, I knew that, but wait, you know, you, and you tweak it or whatever. So let me know, by the way, I, I always ask this, come on, throw it back to me, guys. Uh, it's not a, it's a two-way street here. I, I don't want just want to hear me talking. Um, it, it, do you like this segment, the quick baseball rule at the end, plus a little baseball slang term? I'm just trying it this year. Maybe it won't continue next year, but uh, for now, uh, it is going to. We'll take a break from baseball for a second and a couple of things. Again, the whole male-female interaction sometimes I find hilarious, and um, uh, it just brings up a few things with, again, the uh, wonderful Miss Valerie. Uh, who, who I have daily interaction with. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> have any of you guys had this, uh, this couple's moment where, you know, when the, the, usually the young ladies, they bring stuff home and it's like all the, you know, all the clothes and all the things they went shopping and got, we, we kind of have this new 22, 2022 version of that. And it's co-ed. It's not just uh, the ladies usually doing the shopping and bringing home the merchandise and you kind of look there and you roll your eyes or uh, they tell you, Oh, I saved so much now because of technology. I think the men are also doing a little bit of this. And, you know, we're, I can't remember what was going on, but uh, her, her, her big shot, her little jab at me. And I don't think she meant it negatively, but I kind of chuckled when she said it, she goes, so I saw what you bought on Amazon. Cause I bought something that I probably didn't need, but I wanted. And, uh, something I was going to end up using. It was actually kind of work-related, uh, so I justified it. But I thought that phrase was funny. Uh, so I saw what you bought on Amazon. It's like, that's the new, in 2022, uh, obviously packages show up at the, at the house and thing, but like when you guys share an account or whatever, you get that email alert or what, and you say, hey, new purchase. You're like, what? I didn't buy, it. oh, she bought this or vice versa, right? So I saw that, I kind of laughed. I was like, yeah, I really can't. I can't hide those purchases from you, huh? It's uh, <laughs> when you have a joint Amazon account. Uh, anyway, I found that kind of funny. Uh, she also made fun of me. That, I told you guys this before. When, when you know, you accidentally put your shirt on backwards, uh, which I've done repeatedly, something just doesn't feel right. And you're like, what is going on here? 
And uh, I, I, her and I started a, a friendly argument, we'll say. And uh, she had a good one. I got to hand it to her. She goes, she goes, you know what? I can't take you seriously with your shirt on backwards. And I was like, I got nothing. I absolutely got nothing there. I love to deliver those types of lines um, in a baseball argument as an umpire, where you could kind of give a, a parting shot like that, that uh, they really couldn't say, say much of. And it, and it happened to me uh, a couple of times. A coach came out one time and uh, he was uh, arguing with me for a very brief moment. He goes, come on, Mark. And I go, it's Matt. And he goes, oh, all right. Well, I'll see you later. And he, left, he went and walked away. I've also called the manager the wrong name and it didn't go as well. Actually, I, in the same argument, <laughs> did it twice. And uh, it was very heated. And I go, oh, he goes, you can't get anything right, can you? I'm like, touche. <laughs> You're right. I can't get plays right. I can't get names right. So anyway, I found that funny. Well done, Valerie Burns. Uh, until next time, uh, we continue this duel. Can't, I can't take you seriously with your shirt on. And then there was, we had a friend over this weekend, a, a friend from out of, out of state that I hadn't seen in a while. And it was so good seeing him. He stayed with us for a couple of days. Um, he was out here baseball related and just had a, had a blast with him. I mean, it's so nice when you have friends all over the country, but you haven't seen in a while, they come here you just pick up right where you left off and you don't, you don't miss skip a beat. So, uh, but anyway, we were preparing, uh, for my buddy's arrival and, uh, fellas, you know, this, I mean, I I'm a decent, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm a decently clean guy. I think I'm pretty organized. Um, but you know, that, that x-ray vision that, that, that women have that the clean x-ray vision where they, you know, they, they just look at things that I don't think to look at. I mean, I'm looking at the floor right now. It seems fine. There's nothing on it, but apparently it's dirty. And she's usually right when she's like, yeah, we got to clean the floors. I'm like, why? What are you talking about? And then we clean them. And it's like, oh yeah, I guess they were dirty. So anyway, women in their x-ray clean vision, like that they see. So we're preparing for our, my buddy's arrival. And I'm like, he's a mid thirties guy who's on the road for three days. He's not going to care if everything is in its little place. He wants a clean pet. He wants a, a, a clean bathroom. Let's make sure you have a clean bathroom for him. A, a, a clean path to the kitchen and an unobstructed view of the television. That's all that we, that we care about, typically, us, us men. I'm speaking for most men right now. And she's like, I said, I said, man, you have, I said, what's with all these? You have so many rules. And she goes, no, only a couple. I was like, ah, oh, that's a good line too. I, I, I got all dramatic saying, oh, you have so many rules. And she's like, no, only a couple. I was like, you're right. You're very easy to deal with. You, you don't have a lot of rules, which is why I respect you and appreciate you. And I don't like, losing all these arguments which I, I haven't been losing a lot of um she's the her two favorite words i should say two two words she uses the most uh is you're right and anytime uh she has an opportunity you know something happens where i'm just like, hey come on you could say it she's like no i'm not saying it I'm, <laughs> it's like come on you're used to saying it you're right say it again most of the time i am right but i also give her a few too so she had some victories this week uh, with her little, her little jabs at me. So she's getting better. And uh, I got to step my game up here. I, I mean, I, I just can't have that. I cannot have uh, her winning the arguments, just little death by a thousand cuts. I won't stand for it. So it's time to, uh, to step up, step up the game. Speaking of uh, changes, we'll say, you know, every man reaches a point in his life where he has a decision to make. Do you, you kind of stay on um, a certain road? Do you, do you just kind of, make slight adjustments and uh you know go with the the car play that play the cards that you're dealt or do you 
do step up and maybe make some changes. And so um, some uh, changes I am strongly considering uh, as I've aged a little bit here. And as you guys can see, what the, the hairline, we got the power alleys going here, uh, the, uh, you know, in the left center, right center, just kind of expanding quite a bit. And my hair, my hair has gotten shorter and shorter over the years. And then I started to see, look at this little gray spot here. The, you know, the beard's getting a little gray spots. I'm like, what is happening? And the hair, I, I shaved it the other day, you know, on my low, uh, low, not speed, whatever it's called. And um, I'm just like, man, it's getting harder and harder. It's not harder, but I'm just like, there's not much left here. I go at like a zero or whatever. So I think at this point, guys, again, after living with uh, short hair for a while, I think I'm, I think I'm committing here. I think I'm making the commitment and, uh, and, and going all in. I shaved it one time for Halloween when I was doing the, the UFC and boxing referee thing. But I think I think I got to go all the way, got to commit to it. So stay tuned on the podcast. For those watching on YouTube, you may have to uh, deal with not only my ugly mug, but a, but a, bald, a bald head uh, here very, very soon. But hey, uh, not much on my dad's side of the family. Not many of the uncles and, uh, uh, and such had hair very long. So it, it was destined to happen. And unfortunately when it's got to go, it's got to go. So maybe I'll wear more hat, more hats. I don't know, but uh, I think, I think it's time guys. I think it's time to go all in on, uh, on shaving the old domes, uh, high and tight, high and tight, uh, indeed all the go all the way. All right. Let me see. Got to the Val stuff there. Um, and let me see rattle pots. Oh no, that was something else. Um, so I talked about uh, baseball this weekend this past weekend uh, was the CIF championships. I got to get out to a couple of games, uh, semifinal game, watch some buddies work on Tuesday and then went out and watched uh, some, some of the CIF finals. Well, I watched them online, um, but I watched some college stuff too. And I do want to tell you guys, just kind of updating you for the, uh, this weekend of baseball conference tournaments again, start this week. Uh, I think Wednesday through Saturday in some cases, or maybe even through Sunday, the PAC 12 is having its first ever conference tournament. And I happen to know a few guys work in that. So congrats to them. Congrats to all the umpires selected to work conference tournaments. Um, for a lot of these teams, it's their only chance to get in is to win the, the, the conference tournament. You know, I, I like that. I've talked about that in basketball already. Um, some people are against it because it's like, hey, why should you why should a team that finish, you know, seventh or eighth win a few games and get in the NCAA tournament? Well, I, I somewhat agree with that where. I like the conference tournaments where not the majority of the teams get in maybe, maybe four out of the eight in, in a smaller conference or maybe six out of the 10 in a bigger conference. I like when uh, you, you get to play for a true champion uh, at the end of the regular season, a, a little mini playoff because yeah, every now and then a Cinderella does, does get hot and uh, uh, work them, work themselves into the tournament. Uh, most, most famous example of that is 2008, the, the Fresno state, uh, Bulldogs won the conference tournament and then went on to uh, just get on the hottest streak I've ever seen a team at any level. Uh, just uh, win the Long Beach Regional, win the Arizona State Super Regional, go to Omaha and uh, get to the championship game before taking down the Georgia Bulldogs and uh, being the uh, the Wonder Dogs of 2008. Just I, I was there with my buddy Todd Carson to see it in person. It was really something to see. So that's kind of why I like conference tournaments. It's a uh, it's like warming up for the conference, uh, the NCAA tournament, the, the following week. So, uh, the WAC, you're going to see a lot of this on ESPN plus the WAC has a tournament. The, 
uh, the uh, Mountain West has a like a four team tournament, I think, and so does the West Coast Conference. And then the Pac-12 tournament, I'm really excited about this week and getting to see that for the first time, uh, what that's going to look like. So it's always on, usually I should say always, uh, usually on a neutral field in in these conference tournaments. But at the lower levels of baseball this weekend, a huge series down in San Diego as both Azusa Pacific and Point Loma University uh, from San Diego. Each of them won their their mini regional, their three-team regional. They each came out. And so this weekend, guys, uh, two local teams in Azusa Pacific and Point Loma University down in San Diego will play a three-game series to see who advances to the Division II college world series so there's eight teams that make the college world series just like there are in division one and uh, usually there's uh one representative uh, out here from the west coast and uh they will be battling it out this weekend at point loma at uh, carol b land field i think is is what it's called but it's the most scenic ballpark in all of america and i truly i truly do mean this if you want to see um something that just is truly mind-blowing check out point loma baseball field uh, and it's it's up on a cliff it overlooks the ocean i've got to work there a few times it's just truly a, a, a quite a sight to see and that's where the division two super regional this weekend will be with either azusa pacific advancing uh from right up the street here uh where i sit or uh point loma will advance to the division two world series in Cary, north carolina so uh good luck to both teams uh it's one game on friday and then two games uh possibly on saturday i think one o'clock friday and then two games starting uh, at 11 uh on saturday with the the second game being the if necessary so you can watch these games online if you can't make it down there of course it's a little far for us uh, who live up here but uh check it out man it's good baseball it's competitive and uh, it, it should be a good series this weekend uh, between uh, Point Loma and APU. Just go to either of their uh, websites, look up APU Baseball or Point Loma Baseball, uh, click uh, schedule or whatever, and you should see a link that says live video. So if you're, I'm saying, if, I, I throw this stuff out there in case you guys are looking for, you know, some good viewing, something good, to, some good playoff baseball, because I, I got to tell you, I, I always tune in and uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, I also mentioned last week about the uh, junior college state finals for here in California. And I'll just throw some, some, the teams out here for you, but again, you can watch those online. If you're looking for some competitive uh, baseball uh, from the two Southern representatives, Riverside and Palomar from down in uh, San Diego. They're the two Southern California representatives. They're going to go up and face Olone, O-H-L-O-N-E. I'm not sure where they're at. Uh, and then Folsom Lake, who's actually hosting this year's junior college state championship uh, uh, series, we'll say, uh, of the uh, up there. It's four teams, double elimination. So it's uh, always Memorial Day weekend. I got to work it back in uh, 2016, and that was uh, quite a blast. Uh, but two games Saturday, three on Sunday, and then uh, one or two games on Memorial Day. So quite a weekend of baseball for not just Division One and the conference tournaments, but some of the lower levels and some teams here from Southern California. And I encourage you guys, check it out. Go watch online. I mean, I mean, unless unless you guys are more into the Savannah Banana stuff, hey, there's some good postseason baseball that I'm sure uh, you guys will enjoy. And if man, I got to tell you, going in person is, is really really cool. It's something that uh, that I used to do a lot with Division One before I was umpiring. Uh, obviously, working uh, working games is is was the priority. I'll say, but before that, when I was kind of a student and a fan and and all those things, I still go to games as a as a um, you never. I'm, I'm a, you're never fully retired as an umpire. You go watch and support your buddies. Uh, but uh, at the same time, 
you, um, you know, you, you just love the game and I love the game of baseball no matter what the level is. And it's been uh, really, really cool to see teams continuing to uh, advance here in the postseason. And the two of my biggest highlights were working the JC state championship in, uh, in 2016, maybe it was 15, no 16. And then working the, um, a division two regional actually at Azusa Pacific in 2018. So two of my big highlights and uh, it's, it's fun to see other guys go out and get those assignments and work those games. And, uh, you know, you're pulling for those guys to do well because there's there can be disasters that occur. And I've seen that from around the country already. Some bad endings to some to some uh, college postseason games where you feel so bad for the umpires involved because uh, nobody nobody wants to uh, end a game on a on a bad note. Um, I mentioned to you guys about the, uh, the 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 fancy TV strike zone before that. Um, is just to me, the box, heck and the box never changes. And, you know, a uh, computerized strike zone. I just, I'm not a fan of, but uh, I, I posted something on my personal Facebook page. Uh, it was, it was kind of just an example of the frustrations I have uh, with this stuff. It was the same exact pitch and one team's broadcast uh, had it as a strike and the other team's broadcast had it as a ball and uh, just above the box or right in the box. And it's just like, this is, this is what's frustrating with fans see this box uh, on their television and they, they think the umpires are just awful and doing a terrible job. And I just, I try to point out the, the, the hypocrisy in these things, every chance I get, because I think it's, it's bad for the game and um, it's, it's bad for the perception we'll say of umpiring. I'm not going to say umpires are perfect. I refuse to say that. I I point out mistakes uh, when I see them, but um, yeah, I, I just, I, I, it's hysterical to me that the, the media per se, the media drives all this stuff. Right. And just, if you guys can't get uh, the same box on your television screen, then uh, how are you, how are you possibly complaining about uh, a, a human's uh, strike zone, his interpretation of it? So those are just my two cents. Let's see, before I get to the baseball terminology segment, um, I do want to touch uh, briefly on, uh, let me see. Sorry, guys. Oh, uh, the hockey playoffs continue. And, and one thing that stands out to me, my goodness, when you see these guys, uh, sometimes they don't even have their stick. They lose their stick. The defensemen that are like sliding and diving in front of these slap shots, that's the ultimate team play. I mean, my good, those guys, um, they're diving in front of pucks, giving all their heart. I mean, some of them are taking shots to the face um, and, 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 you know, kind of not acting acting the exact opposite of the LeBron James's of the world who get a hangnail and they fall down and need a stretcher. I mean, uh, these hockey players, the defensemen, especially dude, I, I, I don't, I could not do slide in front of a guy hitting a puck hundreds of miles an hour coming at you. And then, uh, just to, to do it for the team, I would be like, Hey, go ahead score. Like I'm, I don't have a stick anymore. Uh, it, it just stood out to me as guys who are willing to give up their bodies for their team and for their, uh, uh, for the the good of the cause, really, and I'm thinking to myself, man, sometimes we're asked to do things uh, that that seem difficult, and it's just like, oh, I, I can't do it. And then I see a dude diving in front of a puck, and I'm just like, okay, maybe my life isn't that hard, even though he has been co- being compensated um, for for quite a bit. Um, let's see. Oh, and then one final thing before the baseball topic. Um, you know, I've always been a guy that. Um, I talk about the past a lot. I understand that. Some people are like, Matt, who cares about your high school days or, uh, you know, your achievements or whatever it's. And, and I don't like talking about 
myself very much. I've always kind of been reserved. That's what has been difficult for to do this podcast is I'm, as I'm much more reserved uh, as far as public speaking goes. But something I've always enjoyed is, um, you know, looking back at achievement. I, I for the, the championship games that I've officiated, I've gotten myself a championship ring that I wear occasionally. Um, it, it's a there's a pride in the things you've done. I still have some certificates and awards um, from high school and, uh, you know, college graduation. I have some work stuff um, that I have kind of on display. Some of it more towards the front and some, you know, kind of in the closet and everything. But I think it's important to have um, to, to have a place where you look back at, at achievements, not as a way to be like, oh, I, yeah, I, I did that. I accomplished that. It's not that at all. To me, when I look at something from the past, a certificate for whatever, I look at it as I want to I want to accomplish something again. It, it motivates me. It's not a way to live in the past, even though you hear a lot of professional sports guys. They're like, hey, what was your favorite championship? It's like, oh, the next one. You know, it's that's the Tom Brady, I think, says. But for, for us, just average guys who you know go to work and try to save money and, and try to rise up, rise the, the ranks and whatever profession we have. Um, sometimes looking back at that trophy from uh, a sport you played back in the day, sometimes looking back at a certificate you earned uh, while in college or, or whatever, uh, just a little pat on the back you got from your work. Sometimes having that, again, not in, not, not in the main area of your living room or something, but having those things accessible to you, I, I think it's good for, for your psyche. It's good for you. It's good. It's a good motivating tool, right? Um, Again, if you have trophies all over your house from all your third grade baseball championships or whatever, yeah, that, that's a little odd. But um, I, I think it's important to look back at achievements, not to pat yourself on the back, but to, um, to, to get hungry and be like, man, this was something I didn't think I could do. Because so many times in my life, I've run into these scenarios. I run into situations. Uh, I just said, no, I'm never going to be able to do that and, and ended up coming true i mean i never of all the sports i wanted to officiate baseball was the last one i go i can't sit behind a plate and watch 95 mile an hour fastballs and break them i can't i can't do that and it ended up being the sport i excelled at the most which is just with college never thought i'd graduate college i i graduated i walked by my degree uh every day and it's you know i went to a state school and barely graduated but it encourages me every day to be like you did something that you didn't think you could do and and that's why i continue to do the, the podcast because I want to stay consistent with it and be like, this is something I'm passionate about and something that some people enjoy. And I want to, want to keep it going. That's why I try to post things and I'm very visual. I I need, uh, I need to see things visually, whether it's a graph or a a picture, uh, an old trophy, whatever. Like I, I, that's how I function. So uh, I just wanted to make a mention of that trophies, other awards or certificates, they're not a bad thing. You know, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world, in my opinion, to have those things uh, out and about, maybe not on the, uh, on the mantle, but uh, you know, when you're, when you haven't, when it was 20 years ago or something, but it, it's good to have every now and maybe that, maybe that baseball uh, of the, uh, the, the no hitter you threw in high school or, or the day you went four for five and hit two home runs or what, like those are things I think not to get sentimental, but I think they help us uh, push forward. That's why a lot of people share memories from the past on Facebook, social media, right? Uh, we live in that social media age of, Hey, uh, remember when, you know, is the uh, fondest 
form of flattery or something. But uh, anyway, I don't know what I'm trying to say, just that achievements are not about, look how great I was. It's more of, uh, hey, let's, what's next ahead? I was able to do that back then. What, what's the next thing? What's the next mountain? What's the next uh, goal I can accomplish? At least that's how my simple-minded mind works. Okay, to the bottom of the ninth, bottom of the ninth segment here on the Get Home Safe podcast. Pretty soon, I'm going to be mixing up Get Home Safe and Charge to Keep. But uh, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll play through it. I'll figure out a way. Um, this actually stemmed from a, another message that uh, Maynard Bohorquez sent me a couple weeks ago. And it's something that was on my list, but I thought we'd get to it right now. Um, and that is uh, a, a play that you don't see too often in baseball, but when it does, everyone is like, oh man, really? Yeah, that make. I mean, that's, that's the penalty. That's the, that's the enforcement. Like, oh, come on. But before I get to the rule, uh, it's kind of related. So I'll say uh, our baseball slang term of the day, and maybe some of you know this, some of you don't, uh, it is the tools of ignorance. I'm not a tool guy. I, I, I have a tough time just hanging a, a picture here in the house. Matter of fact, uh, house projects to me are like getting waterboarded. I, I cannot stand them. I assist. I try to stay patient, but I just, I am not a handyman. I am not at all. I can't do it. I, I, I have no patience and, and, and not many skills. So um, anyway, where was I going? Tools of ignorance. Yes. So the tools of ignorance, very quite simply put, are the catcher's equipment, the catchers, the mask, the chest protector, the, uh, the shin guards. That's just the kind of the, the, uh, the term that is you know, the endearing term for, for catchers who, because uh, yeah, to get to throw that gear on and go back there and, and play catcher where you can get foul balls hit off you, balls in the dirt, you got a block and you're squatting, you're sitting, I mean, think about it, you're squatting. I mean, your knees are just getting shredded. I will, I will echo the statement. Or uh, in, in, in related to the tools of ignorance, I, I would say the tools of ignorance are, are for umpires as well, because we wear shin guards, we wear a chest protector and the, the mask. And, and you, every time you, you put that stuff on, you're, you're excited to work and then you go back there and there's always a point in the game like, what am I doing? Why am I back here when, when a ball is coming 90 miles an hour at me? Probably not where it wants to go. And I got to trust this guy in front of me. This guy uh, to my left is going to swing and who knows what he's going to do with the, the bat. So the tools of ignorance. Catcher's equipment, but I'll uh, I will echo it and give the bonus uh, uh, the bonus statement that hey, it's probably uh, your uh, umpire equipment as well. So if you haven't heard that term before, uh, it's a, a term of endearment, I think, but it's for uh, the crazy guys that are catchers and uh, also umpires. Tools of ignorance, very simple one today in the uh, the baseball terminology uh, portion of our show. Now related to that, we're going to now get into our baseball rule of the day to close the show, and we are going to be discussing for uh, our baseball knowledge, uh, the, the rule that uh, revolves around detached equipment. And this is a rule that not many players uh, hear it at any level. I mean, there's guys in the big leagues who will tell you, oh, I didn't know that. No one told me that in pony ball, in high school ball, in college ball, in minor league ball. And I just found this out in the major leagues. And I, and I hurt my team because I didn't know this rule. And it's something that is so simple. But at the same time, such a uh, severe penalty if you mess up on this. So detached equipment, right? This doesn't have to be with catcher's equipment, but it's probably where you see it most happen is uh, a ball that's in the dirt. Catcher takes his mask off. He looks for the baseball and he reaches with his mask. The ball could be just resting on the ground 
and he pulls the ball in with his mask. That is detached equipment. And the penalty for such a, 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 a violation is runners move up one base where they were at the time of the pitch. Now, this is an example of a pitched ball. So the pitch was delivered, catcher blocked it, couldn't find it, used his mask to scoop the ball up. And probably no runners were going anyway. Uh, I had this up in Fargo. Um, I was on the bases I saw it and I went, wait a minute, he can't do that. And so for, for the whole game, everyone thought it was a balk. They're like, hey, why, wh what was the balk you guys called? It's like, we didn't call a balk. We called detached equipment. The catcher used his mask to scoop up the ball. That's You can't do that. And so that's an example of detached equipment that you will most likely see. And guys, there's catchers in the big leagues uh, who, who don't know this, who, who didn't know this. There was a great video Maynard sent me about um, guys on, uh, on the MLB network talking about this and how I didn't know this until someone told me in, in the minor leagues. And because it happened uh, the other night in a, in a major league game, I believe. But anyway, that's where you are most likely to see it. You, you, you cannot use uh, detached equipment uh, to field the baseball. Now, a couple, uh, another example would be uh, your hat. If there's a, a fly ball, uh, we saw it, I think, in, in a league of their own, uh, you know, with uh, Madonna making a great play. But you cannot take your hat off and catch the ball, uh, whether it's a, a ground ball, a batted ball. You can't use your hat to catch the ball. Uh, or you see some guys do this, some, some high school kids, a line drive over the third baseman, and he'll throw his glove up, up in the air to, to make contact with the ball. You do need to make contact with it, um, but it is called, that's detached equipment. And the ball remains live. I'm not sure about the high school level, but the ball remains live. Now, you won't believe me on this, but it's absolutely true. We talked about a pitch ball just now on a batted ball. If you use detached equipment on a batted ball, it is a three-base award. The only three-base award, to my knowledge, in the rule book. Um, if, if you go back on a home run and the ball's going to clear the fence and you throw your, your glove up to hit it, and make contact with the ball and to, to uh, have it come down and save the home run. Uh, maybe it's a good play because it's only going to be three bases, but the ball remains live. And if the batter keeps running and he gets all the way around the bases, then he, he gets that home run. But if he were to be out, say at the plate time, uh, Hey, detached equipment, uh, you're awarded third base. So a batted ball, you, that's why you don't want to catch a pop-up with your, with your, uh, your, with your hat. Where it gets squirrely, and I, and I probably should have looked this up, is if there's a foul pop-up, for instance, it's in foul ground, and you catch the ball in foul territory with your hat, with your catcher's mask, um, I believe, even though that ball is in foul territory, um, you know, with you catching a baseball in foul territory, the ball is live, right? I believe I maybe have to double check this, but you would get third base on that play on what would, on what is just a foul ball. Um, don't quote me on that. I have to double check that, but I do know a fair, a fair batted ball, whether it's a ground ball and you throw your glove at it and it wouldn't have gone to the wall. It's three bases guys. It's three bases for the, for the batter. And of course, anyone else would score on that anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, one base from the time of the pitch on a pitched ball and three bases from the time, from the time of the pitch on a, the time of the violation on anyway, on a batted ball, three bases, probably at your scoring. Anyway, um, the last 
time uh, it is enforced is on a thrown ball. I don't know where you, this is less likely to happen, but on a thrown baseball where you would use detached equipment, say uh, balls hit to the shortstop, um, runner where runner's on, and I go to throw the ball to first base, and the first baseman, it's way over his head, and he goes, oh, man, this is going to go out of play, and that run's going to score. I got And he throws his glove up, hits the ball, and it comes down. That's detached equipment of a thrown ball. So in that scenario, two bases is the award. So a pitch ball, one base, detached equipment, thrown ball, uh, detached equipment, two bases, and a batted ball, three bases on a detached equipment award. So um, they're not all in – maybe it might be different in high school, but again, I'm just telling you from the college and the professional rules that I, I know more than the high school stuff. So you, you don't want a guy out there uh, who's being cute, thinks he's being funny, and uh, and does something like this because it's a severe penalty. It's a simple violation, but it's a severe penalty. So you, you don't trust me. You don't want to do this. And and when you explain this to a coach, they don't always they don't believe you for sure. You're like, wait a minute. You're telling me he gets three bases on this. Uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, yeah, he does. This is stuff we learn at umpire school uh, that we don't think we're, we will ever see. But uh, I guarantee you, it's in that rule book for a reason. And, uh, you know, more than likely, uh, it'll happen at some point. So detached equipment is our rule today as tribute to the tools of ignorance, uh, baseball slang term we used. Don't pick up the mask. Don't pick up the ball with your mask. Don't throw your glove at the ball. Trying to think what else uh, you could use. Don't catch the ball with your hat. Um, Don't do any of that. The the equipment is, is, is what you use. Uh, on your, your, on your body, on your person. Um, but you cannot detach it, uh, to, to util- use it for something else. So that's our baseball knowledge, our little lesson, uh, rules topic today here in the bottom of the ninth, uh, here on the get home safe podcast, our Tuesday edition. So thanks for joining me today, guys. I will be back on Friday with a conversation with somebody that, uh, hopefully you guys tune in for just a long form conversation about an hour long or so with somebody, uh, either affiliated with, Real Hondo Prep usually, or somebody from my officiating journey or someone from uh, that I've crossed paths with. Cross, that's always hard to say. Crossed paths with in some uh, way, form, form or another um, during my uh, adulthood or, or whatever. So a lot of sports topics and things, and, and we'll have more of that on Friday. Uh, guys, enjoy the weekend. Uh, we'll, we'll be there uh, with you on uh, Friday again. But uh, Memorial Day weekend, one of the best weekends of the year the official start, unofficial start to summer, uh, as it is a long weekend. A lot of people take that Friday off cause you got the Monday off as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's barbecues, it's cold drinks, it's pool time. It's all those things, but let's, let us remember that, uh, what it is truly about. Take, take a few moments, if you will, this weekend, maybe, maybe Monday specifically to remember those who have come before us, who have served and, and paid the ultimate sacrifice, not just the people that, that we lost, although that is what the, it's not veterans day, it's Memorial day. It's those people that, uh, we, 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 uh, we honor for those that paid the ultimate sacrifice and gave their lives. But it's also the people, you know, that that came back with no legs that came back with brain injuries and were never the same again. And those are the people I think of that have done so much for us. And I was very grateful that, you know, my grandfather, my uncle, uh, they came back from the wars that they deployed to, but so many people didn't. And, um, just we, we can never take it for granted the people that have come before us 
given so much for us, no matter what, I mean, when this country was founded during the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, when we were so divided, uh, world, multiple world wars where uh, we went and, and, and fought for freedom around the world, and, and even uh, in recent years, as we've done, just defending others who cannot defend themselves and trying to make this world a better place. Uh, the, the American soldier is just uh, someone we, we cannot honor enough. And, and I just wanted to say those words uh, here as we head into the Memorial Day weekend. So I hope you have a wonderful time with your family. But let's say an extra prayer, maybe, uh, maybe uh, say an extra thank you to uh, people that are no longer uh, no longer with us to the families that have lost people. I mean, I think back to uh, August of last year uh, during the um, the um, the Afghanistan situation where we lost uh, you know 13, 14, I think it was thirteen uh, soldiers there in Afghanistan as as we were um, exiting that that country in that situation. Um, a lot of those 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 uh, names were from here, and um, just I don't know people who are so young that we're just giving them themselves. So Memorial Day weekend, guys, enjoy the carne asada, the hot dogs, whatever you're grubbing on. It's going to be quite a, a plentiful food situation, but just please remember uh, what, what it is all about. And, and it's also a kicking off of a, of a great summer ahead. And, and uh, we're going to continue our great shows here on the Get Home Safe podcast. I am out of breath, out of ideas, out of topics, and uh, out of coffee. So it's time for me to depart this fine show. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoy the, the new logos, the, the new things ahead with the Charge to Keep podcast. I'm just going to keep coming on here, rambling away as I do weekly. But guys, we will see you on Friday with a long form interview. And be sure to go on social media for uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know about the Get Home Safe podcast uh, platforms and pages, but we now have pages for specifically Charge to Keep on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, go on there and subscribe on Spotify, Google, whatever whatever it is you listen to our podcasts here. It'll also be available, uh, or the, I should say the Get Home Safe, uh, excuse me, the Charge the Key podcast will also be available. So we're still working on Apple as far as the Charge to Keep podcast goes, but we'll have that up and running soon. Guys, can't, can't thank you enough. Enjoy the weekend. God bless uh, the United States military and those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for us. But guys, as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.